Hi, I'm Elena Becker, and this is PS, the Puget Sound Podcast, where we're talking with members of our community about their Puget Sound experiences. Today we're recording from Moonyard Studio in Tacoma, Washington, and our guest is Aubrey Shelton, the head coach of the men's basketball program at Puget Sound and an alum in the class of 2005. Coach Shelton, thanks for joining me. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Hey, likewise, <laughs> I'm very excited to talk to you. Um, and we will kick things off by saying I think you might be the first Tacoma native that I've had on the podcast. You grew up here. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was actually born in Wichita, but oh, uh, okay. I was only there for about two years, um, so I don't remember anything. And uh, <laughs> I've been on uh, been in Tacoma ever since. And you don't have any Kansas allegiance to sports teams or anything? Uh, I mean, growing up, I was like, I was born in Kansas, so I liked, you know, Kansas, Jayhawks, right. whatever, but uh, yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, good, and that's really important to me because I'm a Nebraska okay. sports fan. My family's <laughs> from Nebraska, so if you had told me you were a no. diehard Jayhawk, we might have had to end this right here. No, no, not quite. And then moved to Tacoma, and you grew up where in Tacoma? Uh, east side, um, 34th in uh, Portland Ave. Uh, grew up there and went to... Uh, Rogers Elementary and then Galt Middle School, um, which are no longer schools. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I went to Lincoln High School. Uh, and then from Lincoln High School, I came to Puget Sound. Um, and then I, uh, I, I, I got my major in history and then uh, my master's here as well in teaching. Um, and after that, I uh, got a job at um, Washington High School as their head boys basketball coach um, and a social studies teacher. I was really fortunate, you know, right out, you know, right out the gate, head coach. Um, and then within a year, uh, the Lincoln job opened up. Uh, my former uh, coach uh, left. Um, and so I got back to Lincoln High School um, and was there for 11 years teaching and coaching. Um, and then uh, Puget Sound opened up. And so I, I kind of have this weird uh, kind of full circle story where mm. I taught you know, at the school where I went right. <laughs> to high school, and now I'm back at the university where I went as well. Um, so it's been really special. When you chose to come to Puget Sound out of high school, yeah. was that something that a lot of your peers were thinking about or doing, or were you an anomaly? Uh, definitely an anomaly. I think yeah. there was three people. Um, right. One of them is the famous John Hines, <laughs> who's who's you know you know very you know he does a lot of things locally as well still, um, but yeah it was it was very rare and I, I remember coming to campus uh, and not knowing anybody because it, it was we did the orientation and then we did the whole thing where like stand you know in the map space. You right, know, you know where you are, and there was yeah. It was like if you're from Washington, yeah. go stand in the top left corner right. of this field. If you're from Florida, <laughs> bottom right. Yeah. yeah, and it was so interesting because there was like more students from Hawaii, <laughs> um, and then like the Washington <laughs> spot, there was I don't know, I probably knew maybe two or three people. Yeah, so it was actually really cool that way because I was a local kid from Tacoma going to the school in Tacoma, but at the same time, it felt like I was out of state because everybody was was uh, from somewhere else. Right. Um, so yeah, but, but back then, you know, we didn't have the Tacoma commitment, mm -hmm. um, or the access program. Um, so, so going to UPS, uh, was definitely a very rare thing. And what was really cool, I'm so excited about is that, uh, the last few years, um, seeing at Lincoln high school, especially we'd have our signing days and right. there'd, there'd be 10, 15 kids, yeah. you know, going to, uh, Puget Sound and, and coming here now, there's multiple students on campus that I've taught in my classroom at Lincoln. Yeah. Um, so having those connections and getting to see them every day, 
I can't go anywhere on campus without seeing a right. Lincoln kid somewhere. So that's that's really special. And it's not just Lincoln. You see the Mount T kids and the Wilson kids in stadium and, and Foss. So that's fun too. And I think, well, I don't think you are unique in that you were a Tacoma Public Schools student who mm-hmm. came to Puget Sound. And then that you were a Tacoma Public Schools teacher who sent kids yeah. to Puget Sound. <laughs> yeah. And now that you're working as the head basketball coach at Puget Sound, you're able to see how those students are doing. Yeah. What do you what do you see sort of emerges patterns for local kids, either from your own experience or now from those students, you know, who choose to come to school here in their hometown? I think um, and I had the same experience. Um, I think there's a bit of a culture shock at first. Mm. Um and and one huge positive that's changed over the years here is I, I think our diversity has really gone up. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of that has to do with access and Tacoma commitment. Um, but it still is a little bit of a shock, especially when you're coming from a place like Lincoln, which is the most diverse school in the state. <laughs> um, and then you come, you know, a place like Puget Sound, which as as you know, as as much as we're improving, there's still a lot to go. Um, and so there there is some of that. You know that that hey, like this is. <laughs> I'm not used to being around so many you know people of non-color. I guess <laughs> <laughs> so many white people. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so so that's that's something that students definitely have to get used to. And I, I think what uh, what it what you find is the ones that are successful are the ones that um, find a, a home, a place like whether it's the basketball team or some sort of club or group or activity on campus where they get connected with people. Yeah. Um, and those are the ones they've done outstanding. Um, and it's really cool. Like you got somebody like Mushan, uh, mm-hmm. who's now the ASUPS president. Yeah. You know, he's a Lincoln kid and, you know, he, and just everything, you know, he's doing and representing over the years, like, um, that's really cool. So, so the Tacoma kids are doing well, but there are some challenges initially for sure. Well, and I think one of those challenges too has to be that you've known this place already, yeah. right? And so you mentioned that some of the value of the experience is going to some place where so many people are from someplace else, mm-hmm. but also you already have some of that familiarity with Tacoma that a lot of your classmates and peers are, it's a whole new adventure right. for them. Right. And, and then another thing, another caution for the local students is, is, you know, stay on campus. Right. Don't go home on the weekends. Don't go home on the weekends. Yeah. Stay on campus because that's, again, you, you want to build those connections and those relationships with the people that are here. Um, and if you're always gone, it's hard to do that. So um, that's, that's something that, you know, we really encourage the, the local kids to stay on campus. The other thing that I... Um keep hearing from folks that have been around in Tacoma longer than I have is that Tacoma itself has changed. Oh yeah. Leaps and bounds <laughs> in the last 30 years. Will you talk about that a little bit from when you were growing up or from when you were going to school to now, how the city is changing? Yeah, it's it's so funny. It's it's um it's changed in many positive ways for sure. Uh but it's funny, just just last weekend, I went out with my wife to uh, the night market, mm-hmm. the alma mater thing, which yeah. is so cool, right? But And and then, uh, you know, the Point Rustin and the, the the new park they made with the bridge, it's every, everything is improving in Tacoma, the downtown, you know. But at the same time, there's a little bit of me that's like, uh, right. You know, you know and I, I even tweeted the other day. I, I said uh, I missed the days when Tacoma was feared. Yeah. Um, and just part because, like, I grew up like you know in the '80s and '90s when you know it actually was a little scary in some right. places, um, and people were afraid to come to Tacoma and they'd avoid certain areas. Yeah. And now those areas that they used to avoid, it's like 
everybody's just flocking flocking to yeah and you got people from everywhere coming which is so awesome and, and, and i appreciate that yeah but there's something about you know i, I kind of miss it when it was feared but that's <laughs> that's I, I don't know that's a really weird thing to say no i get it i mean i grew up in seattle <laughs> yeah and it's a different thing but sort of the corollary up there is like i'm watching myself get priced out of the place i grew yeah. up yeah right and there's a little part of you of me i won't mm-hmm. project on you that's like man there was something nice about it yeah. when a select group of people knew that it was cool before right. everybody did. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's like you know you liked it when it was a secret. Yeah, Tacoma <laughs> has always been awesome. It really right. has. There's there's so much to offer here. Um, it's a great place for families. It's 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 an incredible place. And now it's like the secret's out, and and you're like, what are all these people doing here? <laughs> They're right. not supposed to be here. <laughs> right. But it, it's cool. You know, we're what are we? The number one hottest housing market now in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's it's great, but there there is a little worry there that you know with that change, will we lose some of that authenticity? Will we you know the lose the the grit city that we're yeah. kind of known for? Um, but yeah, I, I think overall it's a positive thing. Yeah, well, and just to illustrate that point, so when I first came to Tacoma as a student in 2013, mm-hmm. I mentioned I grew up in Seattle, and I was telling people I'm going to go to University of Puget Sound in Tacoma. Yeah. People kind of side-eyed me, still yeah. even at that time, right? There were enough people yeah. that had like lived in Seattle in the 80s and 90s that were like, really? Yeah. You're going to move to Tacoma? Um, and then... Now, this is now maybe a month ago, but so 2019, six years later, I was at um, a party that some of my parents' friends were hosting. So you can picture the demographic in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said to somebody, I live in Tacoma, and that nice gentleman was like, my wife and I just took a vacation to Tacoma <laughs> and and we stayed at the McMinimins and yeah. we went to Point Defiance Park and we walked on the water and he kind of went on and on yeah, uh, about absolutely. how much they had enjoyed their getaway to Tacoma. That's that's awesome. So, it's, which it's, there's a part of it that's nice to feel yeah. like you don't have to have the defensiveness about, no, it really yeah. is great. But I mean, I have lived here way less time than you have and mm. I still even have a little bit of the enough <laughs> yeah so I imagine for you that's really uh you feel that yeah yeah and, and at the at the same time um you know growing up on the east side you know it it hasn't changed as much over there though there there is there has been a lot of improvements but um that you know there's still like uh they don't have all the grocery stores still it's right. it's a what's it called a desert um over there in the east side. And so you, you, you see a lot of the progress happening, you know, in downtown, north end, um, even hilltop. But um, you'd like to see more of that happen in the south end and the east side as well. Yeah. Hi, I'm Tori Hansen, Assistant Director of Admission at Puget Sound, working with students in the Mid-Atlantic and in the San Francisco Bay Area, as well as all of our transfer students. If you like what you hear on this podcast, you can learn even more about Puget Sound by coming to campus. Schedule your visit at pugetsound.edu visit. We'd love to host you. When you graduated from Puget Sound with your master's, well, mm-hmm. I should, so let me ask you this. How did you decide you wanted to be a teacher? <laughs> Great question. I, I, I used to tell my students... Um, you know, when I when I was in high school, I had no idea what I wanted to be, but I, I told myself one day after watching a substitute teacher at Lincoln just have a terrible day, um, <laughs> I, I told myself, I know I don't want to be a teacher. Right. Like, that's the one thing I know I never. Yeah. 
but then I came to Puget Sound. Um, still having no idea what I wanted to do. And and so I was kind of just taking classes that were interesting. And um, I had a core class and like a history, and it was really interesting. So I wanted to take some more. Um, and I always kind of liked history, though. And in high school, the experiences I had, it just was, you know, here's a textbook, yeah. read it, answer the questions. It was pretty boring. Um, but, you know, when I got at, at Puget Sound, you know, from professors like Nancy Bristow, oh. um, just – Oh my goodness! There's so much more that you don't learn in the textbook. Here's the real history, um, and I was really fascinated with American history in particular, like you know, just the last hundred years. Um, and so, after learning, you know, the way I did in college, the different style um, and different approaches um, to history, that okay, this is something I'm really interested in. What what can I do with it? Yeah. Um, and then at the same time, I, I had opportunities to coach basketball in the summer. You, mm. you do, I did a lot of uh, summer basketball camps here at UPS, and also there's this uh, camp called NBC Basketball Camps. Sure. Um, and uh, I found that I, I love coaching just as much as I love playing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, looking at my mentors in a way, you know, my high school basketball coach was a social studies teacher. Mm. And so that was kind of a natural, okay. Um, maybe that's something to pursue. Right. And then the the lovely lady I was dating at the time, who is now my wife, <laughs> um, she was uh, pursuing musical education as a degree. And, and so she already knew right right when she got here, she was going to be a music teacher. Right. Um, and so that definitely helped. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, okay, if we're going to have a future together and this is something I'm interested in, uh, let's do this together. Yeah. And so uh, it, it's it's worked out pretty well. And so then after you do your master's, mm-hmm. how do you end up at Lincoln? Yeah. Um, so, you know, one thing that's really cool about Puget Sound and when I'm recruiting people, like this is the guys we're recruiting, this is what I, one of my go-tos is that you have connections here. Mm. Um, and so many people here are willing to help you with your future and, and you know, your opportunities. And so getting the MIT here, I, I student taught at uh, Mount Tahoma High School. Mm-hmm. So I was involved in Tacoma, and like the first job fair I went to, uh, the, the the assistant principal at Washington High School, James Hester, he came up to me like he knew who I was mm-hmm. uh, from my playing days, and right. he heard good things. And 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 you you know if you that masters at UPS, like people, it's like gold, right? Mm-hmm. Like they know you're you, you're coming from a good program. Um, so he offered me social studies job and teaching job right away. Um, and that was a lot of fun. So Washington High School is right next to PLU, mm-hmm. <laughs> our rivals. Um, but I was so excited, you know, my first job and head coach. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And I was planning on being there for a long time. But then my my former coach at Lincoln left. And, uh, you know, I still had my younger brother um, and sister. They, they were both, uh, well, they were playing sports for Lincoln at that point, but they had gone to soda. (laughs) And so he was going to be a senior and the the opportunity for me to to go back to Lincoln um, and, and, you know, even get to coach my brother was... Oh, he was playing basketball. Yeah. 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 And then, so, yeah, so I got the job and we had an amazing year and everything. And then my brother, who ends up coming to UPS as well, Mm -hmm. along with Ryan Rogers, um, another senior on that team. So we had two guys from that team uh, end up going to Puget Sound. Um, and Ryan is now a football coach, assistant mm. football coach, and now he is also the Lincoln basketball coach. He took over after I left. Oh, cool. Um, so there's a lot of connections there. 
And what we're kind of getting to now, but haven't talked about it all yet, is the basketball part yeah. of your life. <laughs> but you also played for Puget Sound. Yes. Was that part of the reason why you ended up coming here? You knew you wanted to play ball? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I uh, I was a 6'6 post player um, <laughs> in high school with D1 dreams like everyone, right? <laughs> <laughs> And, and, you know, I was 6'6 six, six when I was a freshman, so I was getting a lot That's of— That's for real. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was getting a lot of D1 looks, and, and I played varsity for four years, and we had a really good team. My senior year, we won state title, um, but I wasn't super athletic, and uh, I was a post player. So <laughs> I had some opportunities <laughs> to, like, walk on on D1 or D2, um, but, you know, the, the schools that really wanted me were the, the D3s, and um, the coach at the time, uh, Joe Calero— um, he really so, he recruited me really hard, as did the PLU coach. <laughs> um, but he sold me on the idea that we could win a national title here, and mm. I was really excited about that. And then I was able to get a, a really incredible uh, scholarship package here, mm. um, which really helped seal the deal for sure. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and then like two weeks after I committed, he left. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a new coach, uh, Eric Bridgeland. Um and and by my junior senior year, we, you know that that dream almost became a reality. We won conference and and made it all the way to Sweet Sixteen, um, back to back years. And then my uh, when I was getting my masters, um, I was a grad assistant, and we made it to the lead eight that year. So we had a ton of success. Um, and then now Eric Bridgeland, of course, is the head coach at Whitman. Indeed. And so I get to coach against my former coach, which is you know all kinds of fun there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that. That was kind of what drove me to come here, and um, you know, I was I was an academic kid. I was I was very musical too. Mm -hmm. um, I played piano and trumpet in, in high school, and uh, and I took uh, I studied piano here as well. Um, and uh, yeah, so that coming to UPS was I didn't want to necessarily stay close to home, yeah. Um, but I am very close to my family, and so that worked out really well. And um, yeah, it's I. For me, it was the perfect place. One thing that I'm really struck by in listening to you talk mm -hmm. about that is the idea of winning a national championship. Yeah. I played sports my whole life through college. I think anybody who's an athlete knows what that idea is like, right, to really right. fix on that. But for you to then move along the line towards that, to mm -hmm. make the tournament, to go to the Elite Eight, yeah. to be on the path to doing it. <laughs> I assume you were a basketball fan all your life, most of your life. Absolutely. Will you just talk a little bit about what it feels like to be on that run and to go dancing? Yeah. Well, what's so cool is that, you know, we are the only university in Tacoma with sports, right? Mm -hmm. With varsity athletics. And uh, Tacoma shows up and shows, you know, shows a ton of support, um, especially when you're winning. <laughs> <laughs> and so what was, you know, what's what's unique about D3 basketball is that, uh you know, unlike D1, where they have the predetermined locations for the tournament, um, and D3, uh, the teams get to host. Right. And so we actually hosted the Sweet 16 my junior year. Um, and that's the most people I've seen in a basketball game here in the field house. It, they pulled up the upper bleachers. Mm -hmm. um, it was pretty much entirely packed. Um incredible environment unfortunately lost <laughs> and it and we lost i mean i guess it makes you feel better in a little bit we lost to the national champs the team uw stevens point um hmm. they won it my junior senior year and their, their team both years knocked us out yeah um 
And so we kind of feel like we could have beat anybody but them because <laughs> they were pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's what you play for those, those, uh, those playoff games. And, you know, we just to get to sweet 16, we had to win a couple playoff games, open round games. And, um, it was fun. And what was really rewarding about all of it is that my first two years here, you know, we struggled. Right. We were about a 500 team and, um, we didn't have a ton of success, but we knew that we were getting better and we're going to build sort of towards something. And so that payoff junior, senior year, like it makes you appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. Will you talk a little bit about what it's like to um, transition from being an athlete to being a coach? Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that is a big shift. A lot of people who play, I think, want to stay around the sport. Mm -hmm. Coaching is the natural way to do that. Uh, fewer of us, I think, want to be refs, although that would be another way to yeah. do it. Uh, but it's not the same thing. Nope. <laughs> how to go? <laughs> well, it's there's nothing like playing. Yeah. Right? And I still play you know i play noon hoops mm -hmm. and my brothers and, and i we play hoop fest over in spokane every yeah. year um which just happened it, actually yeah, How'd yeah you do? we did really well we Good. uh we won so we play in the elite division which is top okay. division and we uh we, we we uh won our bracket and there's it's like the ncaa tournament there's four brackets of 16 so we, just to win your bracket's pretty cool right. and then you go to the final four we won the semi and then we lost in the championship oh. um That's but it's, good, it's really good like we our pictures in the paper. It's yeah. on local local Spokane TV. Like it's a big deal, <laughs> right? You're, you're making it. In yeah. other words, yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that that's a lot of fun. We do that every year, and we actually won it all in 2011. Um, so that was this last year was the second time we'd made it to the championship, yeah. um, the overall championship. So that, that's pretty special. But going back to your question, <laughs> so so you can you know I'm still not giving up the player in me, right? Yeah. Um, but coaching, yeah, it's it's different because you gotta. It's not just the X's and O's, and you know, figuring out your strategy or whatever. Like you got to have a the temperature of everybody on the team. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know, the, the big buzzword, of course, nowadays is culture. Yeah, you got to create your culture, <laughs> um, and, and you know that, that's it's tricky. Because you're dealing with, you know, in high school, you know, guys that are 14 to 18 years old yeah. and, 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 you know, college 18 to 21, 22. Those so. are two big ranges. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, there's there's a lot of communication and trust and um, relationship building to go into all that. Um, and so a lot of ways I, I felt over the years I really, you know, developed my like counselor um, psychology type skills because <laughs> it's it's either the mental stuff the emotional stuff that's that's just as important as any of the x's and o's yeah um and that's some of the things i really had to learn over the years that th those things really come first you know they, mm. they don't it doesn't really matter how talented you are if the team doesn't buy in and believe in who you are and what you're trying to do if they don't think that you believe in them um then you have some problems so uh, but but coaching is it's I will say like some of the wins I've had as a coach have been just as satisfying if not more than as a player um, because you're responsible for so much more. Yeah. You know, as, as a player, like you got one job. Right. Right. <laughs> Go out there, play hard, do your role, whatever it might yeah. be, big or small. But as a coach, you're like you're you're dealing with everything. Yeah. Um, and and you're you're planning everything, and you have your imprint on so many different things. So, um, it, it is very re rewarding, absolutely. And I'll <laughs> go out on a limb and say that uh, it it worked. You had quite a bit of success at Lincoln. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and, and the thing we found, um, you know, I want to win, right? <laughs> right, yeah. We, we all do. You're not in it if Every, you don't want to yeah. win. Yeah. And, and, you know, we want to win a national title and stuff, but what we found, and it's been backed up by all the studies and science and everything, is, is that when you focus on winning, you actually don't do very well. Hmm. Uh, but when you focus on the day-to-day, the process, the growth mentality, yeah. the mindset of all that, um, that's when you have the most success. And my last two years at Lincoln, we were just like, because we had one year that before, the third, three years ago, four years ago now, um, we had a successful year. We went to state, but it was miserable. It was, <laughs> it was the least amount of fun I had as coach. And the, the chemistry was all off with the team. We'd had a bunch of different transfers come in. It just didn't gel. Um, and so the next year, we're like, look, we're just going to focus on being the most energetic and enthusiastic team we can be. Every single day we're coming in, we're going to have fun. <laughs> we're going to be a little crazy, a little weird, mm-hmm. a little wild, but we're just going to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and just focusing on that and letting the winds take care of themselves, we went back-to-back years 26-2 and two and made the Final Four state each year. Mm-hmm. Um, so the winds took care of themselves. <laughs> it, was, it was crazy how that works. But And so I'm bringing that same kind of philosophy to UPS. Right. Um, the, we're just going to focus on getting better every single day, having the best time we can have that energy, enthusiasm and that excitement, um, and, you know, and love each other and believe in each other. And then, you know, the winds will take care of themselves for sure. And when you think about the sort of future, maybe evolution would be a better mm. word of the program here. Yeah. What do you envision? What are your hopes and goals uh, for this program? Well, yeah, I, I want people to, when they come to these, our games, um, the greatest compliment, you know, you can give a coach is your guys play so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, so I want our guys to play hard, but I also want us to play with joy and with that passion, mm. you know, where, where even guys on the other teams would be like, I wish I was on that team. Right. You know, like not necessarily just because we're winning or whatever, but like they have so much fun. They, they actually really enjoy playing with each other. They're excited to play with each other. And there's just that passion and energy, enthusiasm, um, and that's contagious, and yeah. the crowd feels it and sees it. Um, so that's the kind of program I want to have, and that it's you know one that everybody's proud of, but for all the positive and good reasons. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes you see teams that it's just you can just feel the negativity mm-hmm. from the right. coach, the coaches, to the players, and they're just they're all afraid of making mistakes, and right. it's just they're playing out of fear. Um, no, nah, we I don't want to be about that at all. You know, we want to play out of joy and, mm-hmm. and passion and excitement. We're wrapping up all of our conversations okay. <laughs> by asking everybody the same four questions. Awesome. Question one is, what's the best place on campus to you? Uh, I think the obvious answer would be the gym, the field mm-hmm. house. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, you can't. You know, a kind of special place to my heart. This little uh, strange is Warner Gym, though. Yeah. I like it. It's the old gym. It's old. It's over a hundred years old, and barely anybody goes in there anymore. Yeah. And you go in there, and it's in the lights. When you turn them on, they they're really loud. <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah. love that kind of thing. Yeah. I love spaces where it's like we're here to play. Yeah, yeah. And it's just uh, I I I used to spend a lot of time in there when I was a student, just you know by myself or you know with a couple teammates and just getting shots up. And mm-hmm. um, it's just a cool place because you can just feel the history of the place. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I like Warren Gym. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Okay, so this is. Uh, I'm reading this book called The Tiger. Okay. 
Um, I think the author's name is John Valiant. Um, it's it's from about 2010. Uh, but so so I'm got I got into this book because um, my uncle, one of my uncles, just passed away a couple months ago. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, he, he had um, he had Parkinson's. Um, but at his funeral, at his memorial service, uh, his aunt had shared that she had been reading him this book. You know. Mm. Um, when he was, and he really enjoyed it. He was really into it. So I was like, oh, that sounds like a fun book. So I, I, I went and got it the next day. Um, and it's incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about the Far East and Russia, like, like uh, you know, by China and, and um, North Korea over there. And and these tigers, and it tells a whole story about, like, the whole history of tigers. But that there's this one particular tiger that's going around, like, killing people actual tigers big cat this is a, tigers yeah, yeah yeah this is a real story um and the whole story of how that works and the, the whole, it's just amazing the history um and and it's really well well written i highly recommend it for anybody it's it's incredible like uh, just the biology of of the tiger and how human beings for you know ever forever <laughs> we've been hunted by these big cats or, yeah. but then over the years we've we've uh been able to live you know with them um and so it's really rare for a tiger to attack a person mm. now uh but when they do it's it's something incredible so it, it's it's quite the read <laughs> <laughs> what's the best place to eat in tacoma um you know i i saw that question and you know, honestly, the place that I eat the most that I really enjoy is is the diner here on campus. On campus. On campus. That's a bold yeah. choice. It's a bold choice. And, you know, even when I wasn't teaching here, like my wife and I and our daughter, we would come here in the summer sometimes. Yeah. Um, there's really good food <laughs> and it's really reasonably priced. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they do such a great job with the variety. I love it here. Um, I mean, there's a lot of good spots uh, on campus to our in Tacoma as well. Um, but yeah, that, that's my go-to. Nice. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and you've had a chance to see this last question from a lot of angles. So yeah. what makes Puget sound special? Oh man. Uh, I think it's, it's really easy to say the people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, what, what is different about the people at Puget Sound? Um, I think, you know, I think everyone there is driven um, we all have goals and we're motivated. And I think a lot of people, for the most part, you sound really care about others. And, mm. and so the goals and what they're pursuing, um, they're trying to make a difference, a positive difference in the world. Um, and, and the professors care about their students and they're really trying to help them become better people um, and help them, you know, whatever connections they may have, you know, with their life goals. Um but yeah, that's that's kind of the, what I got from this place is that uh, you get a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds, different places around the world, um, and they come here and they're driven. But that that purpose ultimately is to serve others. Hmm. Coach Shelton, thanks for coming on the podcast. Hey, my pleasure. This is fun. Thank you to our guest and to you, the listener. You can follow Puget Sound on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at UNIV, U-N-I-V, Puget Sound. And we hope you'll join us next time for another episode of P.S., the Puget Sound Podcast.